You're listening to Got Tech, the podcast with your hosts, Eric Geis and Nick Johnson. Welcome back to Got Tech, the podcast. In this episode, Geis and I sit down with the team from Worldly EDU, an EdTech music service that is poised to change the game of music education. Check it out. We've got a really exciting segment for you guys today. We are featuring Worley EDU, and we've got three guests with us from that program. We've got Andrew Anderson, we've got Robert Debu, and we've got Jason Rodriguez. Would you guys mind just going down the line and letting us know your titles and what you do for Worley? Yeah, my name is uh, Jason Rodriguez, and I am the digital content producer for Worley EDU. I'm Robert Debu. I'm the customer success manager at Worley EDU. Hi, my name is Andrew Anderson, and uh, I'm the director of marketing for Worley. All right, and today we have all three of these gentlemen on to talk about Worley EDU, and this is a product that you'll want to get to know. It is uh, one of the things that teachers are going to be talking about and already have been talking about. We reached out to them to just find out what they're all about. So first thing I think we need to clear up here is there's Worley, there's Worley EDU. I think I just want to clarify that for our listeners and kind of let everybody know what this company's all about, how it got started, and sort of what the big vision is for you guys. Right. Can you say that 10 times faster? Worley, Worley EDU, Worley, Worley EDU. Yeah. So Worley is basically a, it's a music development company. We have a wide range of apps we've been working on for uh, over the past five years. We've done apps for even TV shows like Lip Sync Battle. But um, Worley started off as the brainchild of, of our CEO, Nadine Levitt. And she was touring around the country uh, singing opera and singing with like Steven Tyler from Aerosmith and needed to cover a lot of popular content type songs. Um, so she came up with the idea of creating a karaoke app that allowed you to change the key and speed and instrumentation of every song. She called it turning it into like a campfire song when you added like an acoustic guitar in the back. Um, so when we launched that, we had a, a massive amount of downloads that seemed to stem from educators and music classes and students. Um, and that gave us the idea of turning this into something that could be a, a safe place for kids to create and for teachers to be able to instruct along with a, a content platform filled with over 5,000 songs uh, licensed and over 700 lesson plans uh, ranging from all the different types of music curriculums. So that's kind of like a a quick one-two of how we started, how Worley became, and how Worley EDU uh, became our next endeavor. Okay, that's that's super cool. You mentioned different lesson plans and sort of curriculum guides that teachers can access. I think uh, that's kind of what's most important to educators today is they want these really cool tech things that sort of open up this whole new world of stuff you can do with your students. And it sounds like Worley delivers that, but everybody is always concerned with time. How much investment am I going to have to put in to learn this and figure it out? And now do I have to redesign all new lesson plans? So it sounds like you guys kind of have some of that built in all, already. Could we talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So the, the, the product itself, you know, it's, it's two in one. It's a teacher web portal and it's a student app. And the teacher web portal where it's designed to take as much of the planning and process stage off the teacher and give them something that's palatable and easy to assign for their students. One of the things that we 
are actively going for is trying to integrate with just about every LMS learning management system out there. And so we have a built-in LMS that can help the teacher organize a classroom and organize those lesson plans. Mm -hmm. But we do understand that the majority of schools are already forcing them to use something and we want to be able to integrate with that. And we're quite successful at implementing that within like, uh, uh, for example, the Philadelphia School District. Uh, We went district-wide and connected to their one roster program and was available on every single district device at every school. So it's it's uh, quite easy to get implemented. And then the training program for the teachers is like a 20, 30 minute call. So it's, it's quite uh, intuitive. So the PD for your program is very, very easy. You mentioned devices. You're compatible with Chromebooks. You're compatible with yeah, iPads, all that stuff. Android devices all across the board. That's awesome because that, that is one big divide in education is when you have some platform that is only iOS specific or Chromebook specific or not even to be able to be used on Chromebooks. So that's, that's something that is very huge. In that teacher web portal that you guys were describing, yep. do the teachers have the ability to make their own lesson plans? Do they have that flexibility there? They don't have that yet, but they do have the ability to create their own assignments based off of any of the lesson plans we have or any assignments from scratch. So we are working on the possibility of allowing lessons plans to be submitted to the teacher's own specific account. But right now we keep track of all the lesson plans that we have because they are written by the music educators that we have and they are edited and go through a whole process to be able to be uploaded to the teacher web portal. We try to keep quality over over the quantity. One thing that we are, it is in the next version of the product is that teachers will have, will can upload their own lesson plans in their own sphere and yes. it's not public. Yep. Um, but the other, the other challenge that we face is we have our own pedagogy that we created specifically for these lesson plans. Mm-hmm. And we, if, when we figure out a way to template that out for teachers, then that's something that where they could actually be contributors to our uh, curriculum network. Okay, that's super cool. And I think the other side to that is you mentioned the student app, which is another big thing for teachers. A lot of times there's this great service, but then when the kids actually go to use it, it's so cumbersome and it's difficult that they either just won't or it's just a lot of complaining along the way. Can you guys kind of describe what a student might see in this app? What's their experience like and sort of what are they doing as they engage with that side of the product? We tried to we tried to create the app in a way to where they're already they already kind of know how to use it. It's like an Instagram, it's like a Facebook. So it's it's got that social network kind of vibe with creation tools. The students are have no issue. It, what also is a concern and you know not every school's got is one to one with devices, right? So what we have done is a lot of the abilities in the student app are available to the teacher to be able to emulate on a projector or a smart board within their classroom. And they can do it as a group setting. So that's something we've also worked through. And then in next launch, in this next version of the student app, there there will be a web portal. So the student could potentially log in on any internet accessible device. Including their home computer. Home computer. So basically what we're doing here is we're breaking down the walls of the classroom and we're making uh, music and this education within your 
music platform, a 24 hour a day type of thing. I think this is super important because, you know, you, you watch these big TV shows, American Got Talent. I watched last night with my wife and the one story that keeps coming up is music saved me or music is what got me through high school or the tough times and stuff like that. And your product is really giving the students more of a chance to get access to music and creation in that escape. Yeah. And just to add on that, I wanted to kind of break down the way our lesson plans are constructed. They're basically constructed starting with inspire, practice, record, and reflect. And I'm adding on to that because we like to start our lesson plans with inspire, like starting off with inspiring content, something that's contemporary, something that the students can relate to, you know, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande. And then from there, we go to practice where the students will basically break up into small groups and practice the content. That way, they're not singing things from the 1800s or, you know, <laughs> things that, you know, traditionally music programs will, will have you look at. Um, and then from there, you go to the recording, which students will record themselves, which then leads to the reflection process where you could archive all of the videos that you've done, say a month, two months, three months, and look back and see how far You've, you've come along with uh, with all of your recordings. So I like that you brought that up because it's super true. And I think that's one of the things we take pride of is having relevant content and contemporary content that the students can relate to. A lot of times in in, in music education and, and, and classes uh, in schools, there, there isn't really anything they particularly grade on. You get like a pass or fail type of thing on each whether you're doing a concert or, you know, if you just pick up the instrument and move it, you're, you're, you're getting it. So this is kind of bringing some kind of like autonomy to it and to where you can actually track a student's ability. And then furthermore, we can show this to a district admin or district leaders and show them that the the power of this arts academic is actually contributing to the other aspects of their life in terms of how they perform in math class or science class and so on and so forth. That's awesome. So now we have talked about the teacher side. We talked about the student side. Let's talk a little bit about how we implement Whirly EDU into our schools, whether it's during the school day, after school, during summer camp, whatever it is. Let's just go and start with inside the classroom. What types of projects and what content areas can we bring Whirly EDU into our classrooms? Well, I mean, you can bring it on in a wide variety of things. I mean, it just it doesn't have to be just the music classroom. I mean, there's so much content on the app and the teacher web portal alone. And again, the video submissions are perfect for this. We have including, not including the music catalog, we have blank tracks as well, freestyle tracks as well. So you're able to use this in many different ways from many different classrooms for many different projects even uh, from math to science to, to even literature as well I mean uh, we have a story of a history teacher using it for you know recording songs for Black History Month so there, there's many different ways to use Whirly EDU either whether it's just the teacher web portal or the teacher web portal and app together so uh, like I said it is very versatile so it, it's it's really cool and it's really fun it's effective and it's easy to implement yeah I know I, so I was just looking around your website a little bit before we started this uh, this conversation today, and there was you guys yeah. have a lot of uh, like sample lesson plans posted there. Mm -hmm. uh, you just mentioned the the uh, recording songs for Black History Month thing. I think a lot of the teachers out there, whether it's you know a content area specific or even just a music specific thing. Could you guys maybe walk us through, like not detail by detail, but sort of a big picture look at just some of the lessons or one example of a lesson that teachers are implementing using 
Worley sort of from beginning to end? So like uh, one example of that is we worked with the Boys and Girls Club. And uh, so theirs is like an after school program, right? And it's focused on like social and emotional and collaboration and communication. So a lot of the different types of lesson plans we use were in or, or therapeutic in a way. So a lot of them were, you know, what's your theme song, you know, create a dance move for this song, listen to this song by Moana and break up the different elements of emotions that she's feeling. So that's kind of an example of of what it would be in like a therapeutic kind of style. And then from like a general music or like modern band type of teaching, it actually tells you like um, the way to hold your instrument, your stage presence while you're performing, you know, vocal exercises for when you're getting ready or how, how to how to beat pre-show nerves or jitters. And then in general music, the actual basics of what's a beat, how do you create a beat, how do you start creating, you know, mapping out chords or how do you start playing the piano or ukulele or guitar. So it has multiple facets and functions within those lesson plans. And like you were mentioning on our website, that's like a small little taste, like a scratch of the surface of each one of those types of subjects. And it it keeps going deeper and deeper into the arc. I know for me, I'm very big into gamification. And I could see many different ways of using Whirly EDU as part of my gamification platform. And, And one of the examples I could think of is actually in something that Nick and I collaborated on, which was an amazing race activity, which was all website based. And uh, students will have to go to different countries where different he's a chemistry teacher. So he would have to give them an assignment to go to uh, Niels Bohr and ask him about an atom. And I could really see Whirly EDU creating a beat in the background and them having to create some type of a rap or a song that goes with that and implement it that way. Can you guys talk a little bit about the gamification that comes along with Whirly EDU? Yeah, so... Um, we have three games right now, actually, ac- actual games, for, aside from gamification, we have three games. Uh, one of them is a scales game, so they can sing their different scales in practice and then actually get feedback of whether they're hitting it correctly, automatically. And then we have a uh, rhythm call and response, which tests their rhythm skills and advances them through levels. And as they pass with uh, sufficient accuracy and timing, then they can uh, uh, go to the next level. And it's kind of a kind of like a visual reward or like a personal type of beat the beat the lead kind of thing. And then we have a melodic call and response, which is like the scales, but it gives you a random melody and you have to follow it. And then again, it tracks accuracy and timing. Um, but as far as gamification, uh, that comes more in, involved with our modular learning program for that we basically use for like summer camps and after schools. So it's a, uh, it's a six weeks program of different types of lesson plans that have uh, specific assignments that are loaded into the student app prior. And then the student can go from assignment to assignment autonomously without needing to refer back to the teacher and complete these different levels and achievements. And then the actual theory of this going forward is that we will have actual artists, like Grammy Award winning artists, that will have a video or a tip baked into that as their reward. And then as an ultimate reward at the end, we, we, we actually want to do something where it's like a live Skype call with one of those artists. That's amazing. Uh, so that's kind of the, that's the goal. The idea of gamification behind the app is, is rewarding that student for the, uh, for the uh, uh, stuff they had completed. For the creativity in their expression. 
it's all about. That's really awesome. We've actually talked before. I think we did almost a full episode one time on like pop culture and how that can be used by teachers to sort of, sort of get the student buy-in, right? And get them engaged. And I really like how you guys are yeah. tapping into that and not trying to sugarcoat it. Like just saying like, yeah, this is what we're doing. We want these these names, these award-winning artists and not maybe not just, you know, their faces saying stuff, but actually, like you said, letting them Skype in. That's a really awesome goal. And I think the, uh, the only missing piece for me, I don't know where you're at with this thing, guys, is as a teacher, my head still goes to grading all the time. What is a student going to submit to me? And then how do I view it and give feedback on that? So if I was a student, what do I submit on the student app? Is that even how it works? And then like, how do I access that from the teacher side to kind of provide feedback to them uh, for that grading piece? Sure. So um, teacher on the teacher web portal will assign an assignment, whether it's made up by them or a suggested assignment attached to a lesson plan that'll go immediately to the student app. The student will see that in their assignments folder. So they click on assignments, they click on that specific assignment. That way they're able to read the instructions. A teacher will also have the ability to add a video tip to that assignment as well. So if there's any instructions needed, say it's a performance piece and you know, here's how to strum a C chord on the guitar, you know, play along with that. And then there you go. And then from there, you can have, you can start the assignment and that will take you to the recording studio and you can choose the song from your set list to sing along to that. So once they record it, they even have the ability to change audio effects, video effects, and even the balance of the song as well. So if they want to bring their vocals up more front ahead of the song, they can do that as well. If they kind of want to bury it back a little bit, that's okay too. And then again, video effects, audio effects, if you want to sound like you're in the shower or, you know, if you want to sound like you're in Yankee Stadium, you got it. We got it. And of course, in the age of Instagram, filters are everything. So we got car, we got jail, we got, you know, night vision, all this kind of visual uh, effects that have been really cool. So they upload that. They hit upload. That's uh, uploaded to the class feed and then uploaded to the teacher web portal. So the t a teacher will sign on to their teacher web portal, take a look at the assignments, see who has submitted an assignment, and then they can choose from that to grade it. So once they click on that student, they'll see their video pop up right there. They can review it and grade it right there and even add a comment to it as well. And even, of course, have the teacher will always have the ability to change the privacy settings on that video as well. So if they want to delete it, or if they want to, you know, sort of send it back to the student to resubmit, to redo their assignment, they have that ability as well. Teacher does have the option to choose how you grade. You could do like A minus, A plus. You could do if they're younger, you could do like a star system. Oh, know? yeah, yeah various ways that you can grade the assignments as well. Yep. There's stars, there's letters, there's uh, points, 10 point grade systems, yep. checks, check minuses, plus. I mean, we got, we run the whole gamut. So uh, if that's, you know, whatever grading style best fits the teacher, we got them covered. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. I think the big thing we talk about too a lot is uh, something called standards-based grading, which is like you said, more of that star system, sort of keeping track of their progress. So it's nice that you guys are sort of meeting all these needs. So I, I mean, I guess really there is one more thing. Grading was not the oh. last thing. And that would be if I'm a teacher listening to this and I like it, maybe um, I am a music teacher and I want to start incorporating some of this cutting edge tech, or maybe I'm just a teacher who, like you said before, I'm a history teacher, but I do a big unit that involves music and I want to tie in this for just that month long period of time. How do I get set up with Whirly EDU? Oh, there are many ways to do it. I mean, uh, you can go to our website, you can log in, you can uh, apply for a free trial. It's whirlyedu.com. Whirlyedu.com. So go to yeah. whirlyedu.com. You can 
sign up for a free trial. We send you everything that you need for to start your Worley EDU adventure. You get your login. You get access to the teacher web portal. Uh, you have access to a free video chat demo from myself. And I mean, you have pretty much around the clock support. So if you have any questions, if you need, you know, anything from us, we are happy to answer any questions and happy to help you out in any side of, you know, Worley EDU. And then of course, if you're interested, we, we talk pricing, we talk implementation, whether it's on a private teacher, just a single classroom, a school district, or even statewide, we, we open it up to you know anyone and everyone. It's non-obligation trial, so you don't need a credit card or anything. You get full access to the product exactly. when, you, when you sign up for those 30 days. Well, you guys you guys convinced me. I love it. I want to start building more music into my classroom right away. I don't know, guys, how do you feel about this whole thing? I'm telling you what, I, I feel like I could go out and perform a song right now. And I feel <laughs> like I have all the tools that is going to help me get to that level of being able to do it. I can't carry a note. I can't carry a tune. I'll but. send out an assignment to you guys and I'll, uh, I'll grade it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll you guys on the star system. That, that, <laughs> that's fine, but take it easy on me. Uh, <laughs> we we want to thank all you guys for being a part of Got Tech, the podcast today. Anyone out there, go check out Whirly EDU. And then you could also check us out at We Got Tech on Twitter or, uh, or you could check us out at www.gottech.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Got Tech, the podcast. Remember to subscribe to our show and follow us at We Got Tech on Twitter so you can stay up to date with the latest episode releases, blog posts, product reviews, and PD announcements. You can also follow Geist and I individually at Geist Got Tech and at Nick Got Tech on Twitter or on Instagram at Nick Got Tech. Finally, remember to check out our website, gottech.com, where we post all our episodes, articles, and resources available to you for free. Until next time.